bro, 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 the greatest ground score of all time, bro. Are you interested in any demers or like some cotton swabs, some tea tree oil for like your festy wound, like a prophylactic or like I have some bubbles of battery or like whatever the fuck this is, bro? Seriously, hold on. Bro, I got some of the best ground scores today. Welcome to Ground Score, boys and girls. I am your host, Sandra Modaluski. I am joined by the fluffy Zachary Walker. Fluffy? I mean, your hair is looking a little fluffy today. It's got that, uh, you know, volume in yeah, it. Yeah, right? it's that what they say? a little, va- little volumized. There's or a little va va voom in the hair. I didn't mean like your body. Va va voom. I just meant your your voluptuous hair i like that i like the sound of that voluptuous hair what's good everybody welcome to another episode of the ground score podcast episode two you know moving things along yeah we're on episode two what's up making moves that's right that's right and as you guys all know this podcast is solely here to keep you all up to date with what happened throughout the week in music that's right. We don't all have time to read all of the the happenings that are going on. I'm not really sure who listens to like actual radio shows anymore, like morning radio. Like in the when, morning? Yeah. I'm sure people probably do like on their commutes and stuff to work. Yeah. But. I mean, I curate my own music. But anyway, yeah. uh, if you are like me, that's why we're here. We're going to give you the quick rundown of the, the happenings of the week. I like the sound of that. So, Sandra, what did happen this week okay so i know this has been talked about by everyone oh and their God. mom but just, i just like, keep beating the dead horse i'm going to beat the dead horse because I, I like i want to know what you think of all of this kanye west stopped his show because of a family emergency turns out kim got held at gunpoint and tied up and robbed but do you smell something fishy in this story? <laughs> I've like specifically like not even read into all of the news pertaining to this topic because it's just such an insane story. Like the fact well, that no, 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 the fact that robbers can dress up as police officers and go into a very luxurious hotel in the middle of Paris. Never mind the fact that those terrorist attacks just happened like months ago or mm-hmm. however long ago. Where there's a celebrity staying, a known celebrity that gets a lot of attention attention all the time. And uh, somehow they made their they, way upstairs and and into her room. Well, and where were her bodyguards? I don't that, know. Doesn't she travel with a bunch of bodyguards, too? All the time. Ex- I mean, there was, like, a comedian, right, and, uh, who's well-known overseas where he, like, ran up to her and, like, tried to kiss her ass. And, like, all the bodyguards, like, ran up yeah. as he was trying to do that. Right. And, like, so I'm like, so she, you're telling me that... It just doesn't all add up. And that's the thing. A lot of people are having the same sentiment, right? It's like something smells a little off. And I actually saw today, I will admit, I saw this piece of news. I thought you said you weren't reading it. I didn't even read it, though. I only saw the headline. Okay. But it was that, uh, what what do they call it? CCTV? Like, what is that? Closed circuit? or uh, Sure. Yeah. Basically, from cameras around the streets or whatever, there was a suspicious limo. A limo of all things that had like circled 
the hotel many times and they found it on camera. So they're looking into it. And I'm like, what kind of fucking robbers and policemen, uh, right, fake policemen, who are going to rob Kim Kardashian are showing up in a limo? Uh, okay. Or Kim Kardashian was just like, uh, I'm going to go ahead and fabricate this story. Let me just ride around the block in this limo a few times. The and issue then- with that is, uh, uh, you fabricate a story like that and you claim you were robbed, but it's a lie. Like there are legal consequences for that. So it's like, do you think Kim's just committing insurance fraud? No, no, I don't think they need I mean, to commit insurance I, fraud. I get it. I mean, Kanye did say he was broke the other, you know, month on Twitter or whatever was yeah. asking for money. I mean, I obviously am, I'm joking, but, um, one of the, the, you know, kind of, endearing parts of this story was Hillary Clinton actually commented on this whole fiasco. Interestingly enough, uh, she was doing, she was doing an, an interview for, for extra. I know the candidates are really trying to stay relevant during yeah. this election, you know, and she, she said that, you know, she felt really bad for Kim and she goes and her husband, he was in the middle of a concert and he ran off of stage. Bless his heart. <laughs> and that just to me it just sounds so cute like you know it's such an endearing like way to 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 talk about kanye west by you know our potentially future president yeah bless his heart in the middle of a show heart. yeah yeah um i don't know people were pissed people sure. were super pissed that he ended the show but and they didn't refund the tickets for the I ticket hear goers. that he's rescheduling the tour date though what i what i read That's was they because he kind of got halfway through the show, the uh, the, the logic of the the the, the, uh, the people that were throwing it were right, no refunds. No refunds. Yeah, which know. you know, shit happens. I, what if he just had an emergency, like he had to go to the bathroom? You know, like that was it, and he just had to run off stage and he had to make an excuse for it. Explosive diarrhea. Yeah, he had a. Maybe someone gave him some X-lax. Anything can happen. I don't know. Anything I'm is curious, possible. What I'm most curious, though, is to see how this all plays out. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be interesting either way. Something smells fishy. Uh, on the same hand, like, she's running around with, what, like a $5 million diamond ring on her hand. Like, I don't know. It, 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 it'll be interesting to see where it goes. but Or it won't go anywhere. Or it's just another way that the, the Kardashians manipulate the media. And right. It's all about the story. That's what we can, we can leave it at. It's all about the story. But it is cute. I mean, we talked about, we talked last week how, you know, the poli- the two presidential candidates are, like, trying to be, like, super relevant this, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. Uh, election and talk about current, like, pop culture and this and that. Um, so, you know, it was, was kind of adorable in a way that hillary commented on it um she's probably also using it as like leverage in the media you know like hey no uh, of course she is of course she is i've got some comments on this story yeah oh yeah and then speaking of commenting on the election mr puff daddy has gone on record to talk about his relationship with Donald oh, Trump. Oh, God, I saw this this week. And, you know, so it's funny because last week we were talking about Pusha T 
uh, doing that concert for Hillary. And we're like, what? Right, like the backstage, like, giveaway. Yeah, yeah. And so we were talking about that. And so, you know, I posed a question, like, who is Donald Trump going to link up with? It, you know, is he going to uh, find somebody that that's endorsing him? And we were joking that, you know, no artist would endorse him. <laughs> exactly. But apparently Puff Daddy, in a brief interview with the New York Post, said he's uh, a fan of the way the Republican presidential candidate dresses himself and called him a friend of mine. Wait, addresses himself? No, Wait, dresses dre- himself. Like, like he, what he wears? He likes Donald's outfits is what he was what? saying. The dude is just like in suits and a red tie all the time. Well, P. Diddy's into it. Or red, Puff Wait, Daddy or red Puffy. Red tie, blue tie? I'm, I, I, you know. Well, speaking of ties, what Puff Daddy actually said was, I've always liked Donald's style. I do have a tie he gifted me, and I wear it. But again, out of everything you can comment on about this presidential candidate, he was like, yeah, dude's got swag. I'm really into his ties. I'm into his suits. Um, but he did say, as far as voting for him, that has yet to be seen. So, you know... He's commenting on his style. He's not really endorsing the presidential candidate, but he is into his outfits. You know, if he could go into Donald's closet and borrow a few things, I think he would. I wonder if Diddy and Trump are somehow involved in business together. That just like, I don't know. Well, they have to be friends. They have to be friendly in some way if they're, you know, exchanging ties. You don't just give a stranger a tie. And out of all people in the world, Trump wouldn't just, like, mail a tie to... To pe- Diddy? Yeah, I don't know. But like, here you go, Diddy. <laughs> Here's a Compliments tie. Compliments of Trump International. Clean yourself up. I mean, who knows? They, I'm sure that, you know, across their lifelines, they've definitely run into each other. Yeah, but if Diddy comes out in support of Trump, I guarantee you he's going to lose a lot of fans. Well, you never know. You never know. We'll see. And... I did read a lot of newspapers. There was like over 80 like prominent newspapers in the media who like have come out recently in support of Hillary and only like three are like supporting Trump. One of which is his son. Like his son, I guess, runs like some news company, newspaper or whatever. But you want to know what, Zach? What? This podcast is about music and we are talking politics. So politics. Let's just segue. I did mention Pusha T a little bit ago. He is actually uh, teamed up with Weezer. And Zed's dead. Oh, uh, the new song. In an unlikely, you know, little matchup. You know, first he matches up with Hillary, which was also something unlikely. <laughs> now he teamed up with Weezer on the new Zed's dead song. And it's not terrible. It's not good. It's not. It's an unlikely pair. But Zed's Dead's been, you know, pushing it. They've been putting out some new music. Listen, Zed's Dead is like three years, four years too late on this debut album. Seriously. It's It's so strange to me, too, because they had so... So much momentum, like let's say going in years like, ago, like 2011, 2012, like so much momentum. Um, and I know you listeners remember the classic sets that it's just course. like, it's just yeah. so good. That essential mix they put out and like now they're, you know, it's what, 2016? 
it, like, it is hey, 2016. It's almost 2017. They're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put out an album. But you know what? Would they be able to be uh, pairing up with the people they're pairing up with right now to push? these new songs maybe in 2011 i don't know if weezer would be hopping on a zed's dead track that was super early in that that's true so that's very true maybe maybe it's a strategic play maybe we don't know something and they've known all along how they want to implement the strategy into their music releases well i think as the years have gone on they've kind of elevated themselves to a more mainstream kind Mm -hmm. of audience and with that you're getting weezer and kind of bigger names and push is like he's been on a couple electronic artist tracks like he did that one with destructo which was super dope um so he's kind of trying to find his way in there and it's funny to see all these rappers Mm -hmm. um it's not necessarily funny but it's cool to see how they're kind of bridging that gap between like being solely focused on hip-hop and coming into the electronic world and lending like some verses over like some strong electronic production Mm -hmm. And, and I would say that Zed's Dead is not um, not new to that. You know, they they paired up with Omar Lanks back in the day. They did a lot of work with Omar Lanks. And so I feel like they were dabbling in those hip-hop crossover tracks a long time ago, a lot earlier than than other people did. So That's true. Well, more power to them. I'm I'm really into uh, into what's going on. You know what else I'm into? What's that, Sandra? Leonardo DiCaprio. Like from like a sexual standpoint <laughs> or how like how are you into him? Exactly? I mean, okay, so I'm not gonna comment on that. Oh plead in the fifth? Yeah, I will plead the fifth in that regard. But he's uh he's putting out this new documentary on climate change and he actually has some great collaborators um that are going to be writing songs for the movie or have already actually produced songs for the movie like the uh documentary soundtrack the soundtrack yeah he he actually um has collaborated with trent reznor um and trent reznor has recently uh released a snippet of a new song for this climate change documentary called before the uh the documentary is called before the flood, the song is called uh, "A Minute to Breathe." It's actually written with a collaborator that Reznor's worked with for a long time, named Atticus Ross, mm-hmm. and he also has um, Mogwai on it. Uh, he has this Argentinian film composer named Gustavo Santa Olala. I hope I didn't butcher nice his name. Nice pronunciation, yeah, yeah. Sandra. So, um, this movie's gonna be out in theaters on the 21st. Um, Reznor actually uh, dropped a little snippet of his part uh, on Instagram, and people, you know, started getting really excited because right. last year on Twitter, Reznor hinted that there would be some new Nine Inch Nails music coming out. So people oh. automatically freaked out. They're like, "Oh my God, is this the new Nine Inch Nails?" Mm-hmm. Um, and he was. Very quick to uh, draw, like dispel the rumors. That's right. To edit what he released and basically say, and he he edited the the comment on um, his Instagram post and was like, "This is not a new Nine Inch Nails." But he did say Nine Inch Nails would return in 2016, and we're kind of getting to the tail end of the year. Yeah. Um, so I don't see that happening. Well, 
he did after that after people started talking um resident further responded to an instagram commenter hinting that nine inch nails might have some music on the way after all it's interesting we're seeing like this uh i don't know if you want to call it a revival but like tool supposedly like releasing now nine inch nails like the 90s comeback is so strong right now or it's about to be smashing pumpkins there's rumors of like a complete smashing pumpkins reunion tour that's gonna happen oh, wow how would that play out and so if you think about it like well i think that we're just really seeing this big 90s revival going on i mean like walk into urban outfitters or something <laughs> <laughs> and like uh somehow tommy hilfiger is like the bee's knees these Calvin days. Klein. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Calvin Klein's been yeah been coming back for about a year now, but I, we're seeing that. And I mean, for me as a millennial, I'm like, fuck yeah, bring on the '90s because that's like some of the, you know, the, the best music ever. All I want to know is when the Tamagotchis are coming back. Ah, uh, I can't even believe that nobody's invented a Tamagotchi app yet, or have they? And I just plug. Haven't. Heaven, uh, Someone's out the there, like, store. you know, with the light bulb shining above their head, like, hmm. Yeah, well, I'm just excited for the new Nine Inch Nails. Reznor said 2016 is not over yet, so that probably means in the next three months. We'll probably months, get, like, a song or something. You think? Like, definitely not a full album. Ah. But let's cross our fingers. I mean, he's released full albums on his other projects. Right. Um, you know, the the project that he has with his wife, all that. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, ready for some, like, grimy, gritty, like, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah? Yeah. We'll oh, see. We'll, we'll see what happens. We Trent's will. always got something up his sleeve. Plus, he's got a, a bunch of shit going on with, like, Apple Music. and. That's right. So That's right. He's a busy man. Speaking of Apple Music... Uh, they're pushing their way towards getting more unofficial mixes and remixes on their platform. I know we actually mentioned it last week when we were talking about <laughs> the potential Not surprised. the potential purchase of SoundCloud by Spotify. Spotify. And you know, one of the big differentiators that SoundCloud's always had was its offering of unofficial user uploaded content that major labels don't release and that you know normally wasn't on spotify or apple music um but last march apple music actually struck a deal with a company called dubset and basically what dubset was you know why they bought the company was because they wanted to push more remixes that that platform um, would be able to bring on and the way that dubset works is they will scan an entire mix and basically match every part of that track to a mix bank of snippets of the official song so then it can like put the fingerprint in the database and actually mm -hmm. say you know who to credit who to give the licensing fees to and everything like that um so they are starting to push out more remixes now and and time will tell you know how advanced this platform is and how much it's going to do but interesting news for soundcloud you know in the the wake of these rumors that apple music or i'm sorry that spotify might purchase them spotify is actually has a partnership with dubset as well so the streaming wars are heating up everybody that's right well i think you know from from 
the way that I see it, I think that the the potential acquisition of SoundCloud uh, from a strategy perspective it might be less so about the content and the the technology more so about the acquisition of users because if you take all of soundcloud's users that's a lot more paid users that spotify can put into their pocket maybe the the technology behind the platform is not really that necessary for them it's more so the user base that they're trying to bring on board it's a huge user base um soundcloud's making money which is obviously good to see especially from a standpoint where another company is looking at buying them yeah um but it, it could you know the fact that unofficial content is now going live on spotify and apple music could really reduce the acquisition potential for soundcloud and you know i know that it's been said that they're in late stage negotiations to be bought by spotify so maybe you know before these negotiations are complete Spotify is just dabbling in, you know, what they can do alone. Um, I don't know. You know, the art of war is what I, I think this is. It's going to be interesting to see how the landscape changes over the next couple of years. You know, people are trying to eat up other companies and differentiate themselves however they can. We have exclusives. YouTube just hired Leo Cohen. Yeah. Uh, Spotify has Troy Carter. You know, uh, Apple Music has Jimmy Iovine. Like, yeah. there's just, you know, they're, everyone's stacking the cards as best as they can and hoping for the best outcome. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The, I, just, I think that the one person that's not going to do so well in this whole thing is SoundCloud, personally. Not person, but one entity that's not going to no, do the best. No, they're going to sell. Because Someone's going to. I mean, they're, but they're a broken company right now. So I, I think that because they've been on the struggle bus for years, they're in a little bit of a vulnerable position where these bigger guys can, you know, stack the cards in their favor and, you know, still get what they want. It's hard to compete with the top dogs. It, yeah, it is. You got to really uh, offer something special. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So speaking of something special, uh, this is a little bit different, but have you been hearing a little bit of what's been going on in Australia and these like lockout laws that are closing down music venues everywhere? Shrimps on the bobby. No. Okay. Everyone disregards that because he's... Uh, uh, I haven't heard anything. He's a little fluffy. I haven't heard anything about what's going on in Australia. So in Sydney, there's in been these, these lockout laws and these new rulings on... Uh, new music venues basically that um, has been barring entry to them like after a certain hour and shuttering a lot of really good businesses around Sydney because of different zoning issues and, and all of that. Um, so there's been all these protests going on in the city. Um, silent protests by musicians and by artists. Uh -huh. You know, even Flume was one of the artists that had like put up a. They've been putting up plaques around the city um, where these like really iconic music venues used to be that got shuttered because of the lockout laws that have been passed. Interesting. And so um, there's been a lot of protesting. Um, artists, like I said, have been protesting, putting up plaques around the city to. Um, you know, speak out against it. And, and I actually recently saw another article um, about Australian DJs rallying together. Um, like Tiger Lily? No, I don't think Tiger Lily's on the roster. What? Dream on Zachary. Um, rallying Whatever. against 
what they call as whining yuppies, quote unquote, um, for filing noise complaints against a uh. 20 year nightclub. Um, it sounds, you know, like a, that's right. I heard about this. A so typical gentrification story. Yeah. You know, this nightclub's been there for 20 years. All of a sudden, the neighborhood got hot. Nice apartments going nice up. Nice apartments. People willingly purchased apartments next to what they know to be a nightclub and then started to complain that it was too loud. That's like that's like buying an apartment or a house or whatever, like next to like railroad tracks and being like, well, there's a train that goes by. I, I had no idea. It's so loud. We're going to have to do something about this train, Jerry. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's it's been this. I, I said it was special because I well, I think when people come together to fight for music, it's always a, kind of a, a special thing. Uh, but well, we've been seeing it a lot lately. There's a lot of stuff going on with music-related establishments, right? A lot of nightclubs, um, fabric. You yeah. look at what's going on in Ibiza with all the clubs going on, uh, you know, and, and, you know, that's a different story with what's going on there. But a lot's happening right now with yeah. uh, different music-related establishments, it seems. Yeah, yeah. And that's... Uh it's a scary thing because I, I think, you know, music brings people together so much. And if there's not a place where you can congregate around music and I understand it from the point of, you know, uh, party promoters and and producers and all that. There's a lot of liability on the line um, in certain instances. But, yeah, it's it's a sad thing, especially those places that have been so iconic in, in history. So, yeah, that's very true. We'll keep watching what's what's going on there. But. So music establishments, we're going to Dirty Bird this weekend. Yeah, we Dirty are. Dirty Bird camp out. That's right. That's right. We are super excited. We're, we're about packed. We're about, I would say, a good 15 hours out from departure right now. That's and exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm freaking out. I don't know if you, got, if you guys were at the camp out last year, but it's a pretty special event, and the Lumi fam is going to be there. We're rolling deep. We got, you know, the squad going. That's right. If you're going to be there and you're hearing this for whatever reason, because... It's because you're driving to the camp out and listening to our lovely voices, duh. Boom. Say hi. Say hi. Look for the Illumi flag. It'll be flying high. That's right. So and, will um, Zach. We're gonna. I'll be flying high. We're gonna That's right. I'll be high as a kite. <laughs> More so, I was saying that we're going to give you an atomic wedgie and post you up on the flagpole but whichever interpretation you want to make that's incredibly rude i will be getting down with some arts and crafts and some music and some late night sets so i think that it might be that time ladies and gentlemen boys and girls to say our goodbyes so we can pack but yeah. we are going to we leave love you, you all but yeah we can't leave without a song no we got a track for you guys what what is uh what's our special pick for today zach the special pick for today it looks like it's flume featuring vic mensa but you're the one that chose this i know i just wanted you to you know get a little bit more talk time because i've been blabbering on it is it is the it is flume featuring vic mensa the song is called lose it and this is the nadari remix so Ooh. i hope you all enjoy i enjoyed chatting and blabbering along to you guys today we hope you guys got updated on what the hell is going on in the music world this week. 
As always, we will be back next week, Whoop. keeping you updated and informed so you can know what the hell's going on. That's right. That's have what it's all about. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah, have a good week, good weekend. And if you're at Dirty Bird, come say hello. Don't forget. Peace out, y'all. Bye.